Derek Show podcast. The daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. Yesterday was a very, very tricky disaster. Well, near disaster. Some of the most ridiculous things that I have ever been involved in that I have talked with the audience about, whether it's a Ham and Ager podcast or something on, uh, on, on the old radio morning show. The one thing that has always been common is that uh, some type of feces is involved with these stories. There's always... It's always fart or feces related. Some of the best stories that I've ever uh, told. When I say best, I mean horrible, horrible scenes that I I I have to tell you. It's it's uh, some, I don't like to quote things from my old show, but I always uh, uh, found it a uh, a good practice that if it it happens to you and you know. It, it makes you uncomfortable or it's probably a good idea to tell that story. That was again in my brain resonating, bouncing around on the walls on the inside of my skull yesterday. And I've never really shied away from that. I can probably count on one hand the times that I haven't shared something with you. Uh, the best ones are the ones that take place and that in the exact moment that it's happening, it's like, well, I'm never speaking of this ever. Then, you know, you start to, uh, time passes minutes, hours. And you're like, oh, well, no, no, this is actually going to be great. Once you get past the initial shock of what has happened to you. Now, wasn't that extreme for me on this story? Because, again, it was a disaster avoided. Something else, one of the other factors involved in this one, Facebook Marketplace. So Facebook Marketplace and uh, Feces are the two main players in this story. My wife is another player in this story. The Queen of the Forest is involved because if there's anything that's going to be purchased on Facebook Marketplace... My wife is going to do it. Now, yes, I have been known to buy things on Facebook Marketplace. One thing in particular, the murder mattress, which I uh, I purchased and then showed all of you the remains of the crime that happened on it. And you all said, oh, my God, burn that mattress. Don't let your dad sleep on that mattress. And I said, absolutely, you're right. I don't know why I bought this. And then I turned around and brought it up north and put some sheets on it. And then my dad slept on it. Um, Aram writes, in 2008, I actually heard Hodwing say that some of his best stories come from when he is shopping. No idea what he was referring to. Uh, Yeah, that's interesting because never ever has anyone thought when Hodwings is telling a story that this is a, quote, best story. 
not because of the circumstances. Well, actually, kind of because of the circumstances. The lack of scrutiny and discernment and ability to tell the story is probably the problem why. But anyway, I digress. Queen of the Forest says to me, oh my God, we got that. I talked to you about this. We, we have got to go to get this refrigerator. This guy's selling it on Marketplace. It's one of those fridges you put in the garage. So now that means that we have four fridges. I'm not even kidding you. We got the main fridge. You got the downstairs fridge. She's got a fridge specifically for wine. That's huge. Just big fucking cooler. It keeps it at like wine temperature. It's like, just fucking throw it in the fridge. Who gives a shit? Because no, that's wrong temp. So then I always walk by it and unplug it because it just kills the electricity. And she's like, uh, 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 no, no. I go, well, why don't you just plug it in when you know you're going to be drinking wine? It's not like uh, suddenly like someone knocks on the door. You guys just bust out the wine just a few hours beforehand. The, the, turn it on. She won't do it. I lose poo air points every time I do that. So we're on the way to get this uh, this fridge, and, and we find out it's just coincidence. We actually know the guy who we're buying it from. Him and his, well, his family, I've known him for years. and uh, So that's good. He's actually uh, closer to my brother. He went to college with World Book Jim. His name is Steve. And uh, so I, I know him just from uh, times that we've been in the same place over at my brother's house. Like, oh my God, Steve. Yeah, well, we're, we're going to come see you. Get this damn thing. Okay, great. Uh, Tyler says, I will lose Pooh Bear points quicker than the electric bill will run up. That's absolutely true. So we're on the way there. And uh, the conversation is, I go, well, you know, can we unplug the fridge in the basement? And and now in the back of my brain, I'm like, why are we even getting this thing? We have plenty of refrigerator space. Honestly, downstairs in my basement, it's a smaller fridge. It's not like a full-size one. And the freezer is kind of full, but not completely. And there's a lot of stuff in the freezer that's been there for so long. It's just a uh, it's like freezer burned, you know, like whole chickens. You could just pitch them. They're, they're horrible. You wouldn't want to eat these anyway. You can, you know, uh, for some foods, freezing is not like indefinite. In fact, I would uh, argue that everything inside of the freezer downstairs could just be thrown away and start fresh. So basically we have a brand, uh, an unused freezer fridge. Darla looking very cute behind me right now with a bone in her mouth. Hi, big girl. Uh, and and the actual fridge that is that the the space there's there's nothing in it. There's a couple of old like white claws, but they're all expired. They're super old. Just gonna dump them out anyway. So we have an empty fridge, um, pretty much downstairs, fridge freezer. But yet we're buying a new fridge. So I go, hey, um, so. Uh, when we, um, 
getting interrupted. Sorry. When we're driving over there, I'm like, yeah, so, uh, I, th- I think I can pull a fast one by like giving her the old, yeah. So why can we like unplug that one downstairs? And, and though, you know, that's six of one, a half dozen of the other. I'm th- she goes, um, yeah, maybe. Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there and I'm like, oh yeah. I, so my goal is to on the down low, um, since we have now four fridges is to have one of them unplugged. Yesterday I had three fridges. I would love to have just two of them plugged in, but that's not going to happen. Okay. I mean, I guess I could if I just cleaned the damn thing out, but it's like we're, uh, we have more fridges in this house than people. That's ridiculous. So now we're driving there and as we're walking out the door, I feel something very odd in my midsection and I'm like, Hmm, now let me cut to the chase. I have to uh, rethink the old Eric Zane show podcast, quesadilla diet. I am now off of uh, the quesadilla train. Um, Let's see. We got back on Wednesday. Wednesday, after I got back, on the back half of the day, there was a leftover quesadilla in the uh, in the fridge. I ate the leftover quesadilla. And the way I make these things is really great. They're just delicious. And then I washed it down with a piece of leftover pizza. Thursday happens yesterday. I do the show. It's another award-winning episode. Um, I get a little time. I make a quesadilla. And then after I did the huge show, which was another fantastic effort, uh, I pigged out on pizza. So it goes quesadilla, pizza, quesadilla, pizza, all I've eaten for like 30 hours jumping in the truck to drive over to pick up the, the friggin' fridge that we don't need. And I'm like, Hmm, wow. Something feels awful. And then we're about halfway there. I go, I think I'm going to need to use the restroom at some point. Oh, she doesn't think it's just sitting there playing candy crush. She's not even paying attention to me. Okay. Fast forward to the fridge is in my truck bed. And I'm trying to manipulate those straps, those ratchet straps to strap it in. And my, uh, my, my brother's pal slash our pal Steve is there watching me at his house. And thank God we knew this guy. Thank God. Because I don't know if I would have said this to a stranger. I may have had to because in an instant I said to Steve, I go, Hey, um, and I did it in this kind of like a uh, non urgent way. And I go, Hey, you know, do you mind? This is going to sound weird, Steve, but do you mind if I, uh, use the, uh, use the boys room? And, uh, 
He goes, yeah, sure. Just go right in there. It's right across from that door. I go, oh, thank you. Thank you. And then, but he could tell by the way I was kind of doubling over in pain that this is, this is a big one. This is a big one. So Dinah's out there with Steve and okay. It, uh, it's not supposed to hurt to eliminate waste. It's not supposed to be a painful endeavor. And I knew I was in trouble. So the, as this unfolds, I'm flushing constantly over my shoulder because I don't want there to be any evidence that I have uh, destroyed this home. Fan on, water running, constantly hitting that, that thing. As soon as the tank fills with water, I hit it again. It's, uh, it's, it's several, several. My arm was sore from reaching over to grab that thing to flush. And I didn't detect that anybody was moving around the house. So I don't think anybody got wind of this. So, uh, even though, you know, I, and I love to sit in the bathroom for like four or five hours and look at my phone. Uh, I'm like, I just got to get the hell out of here as quickly as possible. So I, you know, a matter of matter of minutes passes, I walk out and it's obvious I've been sitting and I go, you know, thank you. I mean, you saved my life there. I really appreciate that. And he just laughed it off. No big deal. As a true gentleman would. Finished strapping down the uh, fridge and we're gone. Gave the guy his money. Story done, right? Done. Successful. No, not even close. It's 13 miles to my home. Precisely halfway there. As we approach an intersection, I'm waiting for the arrow to go green. As the arrow goes green, it's like a green signal to my colon saying, hit him again. Hit him again. And as I'm starting the turn, I'm like, oh. And from starting the turn to the Walgreens driveway is... 45 yards at this point I said I have to stop now I turn immediately into the Walgreens leave the motor on it's hot I'm just gonna be here playing candy crush oh my god I cannot believe you it's so embarrassing I go shut up shut up now I have enough um control on this that the distance from the truck to the toilet that's all I have in the tank so this is make or break if for any reason whatsoever they do not have the restroom facilities open or the door is locked or I need a key or they don't have a restroom at the Walgreens which by the way this is always in the back you know by the pharmacy if any of those things are are going to happen I have formulated a plan B and that is shit on the floor or in my pants. And I'm it's that dire. It was wow. So as I approach, I see the sign. It says restrooms and I go, okay, there they are. Now one last hurdle door has to be open because you never know. Right. 
Maybe it's in a bad neighborhood where shit goes down poorly in the bathroom. I don't know. But man, the joy and relief I felt when that knob turned and I'm in. And I'm like, oh my God. Small, joyful moments. It seems like every time this happens to me, it's the most daunting of hills to climb. It's backbreaking and crippling what happens to me. And it's at this, this is the equivalent because I don't, obviously I don't drink. I haven't drank for since June of 96, but you know how, like when you're hungover or maybe you, you've, uh, uh, drank too much and you're puking before you even go to bed, but specifically when you're hungover and you, you're so fucked up that you're like heads resting on the toilet because it's cold and you're like, Oh my God, I'm never going to drink again. You like, you like, uh, Jesus get me through this and I'll never drink it. You actually like make a deal. That's where I was while on the, on the toilet. I go, all right. Um, my body is rebelling against me. I have to stop with the quesadilla diet. And uh, when I, I set it down, I go, yeah, well, it's, 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 now I'm back in the vehicle. I go, all right, yeah, we got we to gotta, we gotta abandon ship on the quesadilla diet. One quesadilla a day with jalapeno, onion, and, and tomato is, is uh, I mean, once in a while, maybe, but this is, this is bad. Uh, the question, Kenny says, was this a six-day-old quesadilla? No. Um, you may not have been here to start the show it was a left, one day leftover, but then uh, the second one I had was fresh. Like I made it yesterday, but, uh, a man cannot live on quesadilla alone. Diana says, okay, tomorrow we just got to take it easy. Maybe just some light, light fare. And if you could mix in some vegetables too, you know, I mean, that would be better for you. I go, you're right. You're right. It's like, I'm a little kid. The way I eat. I think Brandis has said that before. You're like a little child. My God. Got the fridge home. The fridge is on. And uh, life is good. I guess. Tyler says Eric's colon is running shit through his bowels like Herb Brooks. Run. Uh. He says running sprints after a game. I know what you mean. The, uh, the Herbies again, again, end line to blue line back to end line end line to center ice line back to back to red line opposing teams, blue line back to red line, throw up. Oh my gosh. Major incident avoided this time. This time. If you ever want to reach me, the easiest way is an old school email. It's the quickest way to see it. Or you can send me uh, a note on Messenger uh, or perhaps my uh, DMs on Twitter. The email is the Shoreliners Strifing Inbox. You can uh, send it along there, eric at ericzaneshow.com. On the radio yesterday, and uh, part of my time on the huge show, I was joined by uh, Anthony Clark, who 
Man, I am telling you, I can't say enough positive stuff about this guy. You don't know him, but okay. You remember all the times that I've played you? Uh, I mean, of course you do. You listen to it on the Lost Zane recordings, or not the Lost Zane recordings, but who are these Zanes? It seems like for decades, um, some of the worst things ever spoken into a microphone don't make sense. Bad radio has been from me, you know, and, and not that it's any better now, but especially when I was in my uh, 20s and 30s. Really shitty, shitty stuff. Um, and, I mean, that's how we were able to make the show. Who are these Zanes? Because there's so much material to pick from there. Uh, but if, you know, the fact that, um, you know, that goes years and years of material. I was, uh, I've been chatting with Anthony Clark. He works over at iHeart Grand Rapids. And he sits in with me from time to time on the huge show. And this guy in his first six months or less, he started at the radio station in April, is so many light years ahead of what any me or anyone I've ever worked with tells me that we have a star in the making in the sports broadcasting world. I don't know what this guy's going to end up doing. It might be uh, actually doing a talk show, a sports talk show, or a play-by-play guy. I think he wants to do play-by-play. But the dude is just awesome. Um, Just a fun guy to talk to. If you uh, have a chance to... um, He joined me in the second hour of the huge show yesterday. And I'm thinking about having him back on uh, today. I, I just can't get over the fact that he's been doing it for just a handful of months and he sounds as natural and, uh, and normal. I mean, you think about me when I first started, uh, doing radio. Two live crew on 89.1 WPHS, your one and only rap station in the city of Warren. We're back after a long, long departure, three and a half months to be exact. We're going to keep it going with heavy D and the boys. We're back after a long, long departure. Three and a half months departure, to be exact. Now, granted, I was just a kid here. But still, Anthony, it's like he's been doing this his whole life. I wish I had a clip of him right in front of me, but uh, just sounds really good. I don't know if he sounds as good as this. That was LL Cool J on 89.1 WPHS. It's 20 past the hour of 8 in the city of Warren. I want to see those phone lines lighten up at 751-FM89. You ask for easy rhyme, you talk to the main man, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince right here on 89.1 WPHS. I think I need to take these clips and bring them to the radio and send them to myself and then uh, we'll play them on the radio today on the huge show for Anthony. Anthony, have you ever referred to yourself as the main man? You ask for easy rhyme. You talk to the main man. Fuck. The amount of laughter. That will, Cause I, I said to him, I go, yeah, I do these. Uh, I, I gave him the background that I just gave you about doing the lost, uh, or I'm sorry. Uh, who are these Zane show about? We just go back and review, uh, countless bits of audio, uh, 
from the past several decades of shit. I still maintain that it's one of the luckiest stories ever that I was ever uh, paid enough money to support a family, let alone the King's ransom that we were able to make um, for a few years, at least on, uh, on GRD before that dried up. It's, it's fucking disgusting. You know, I don't know how I pulled that off. I'm beginning to think it was just stupidity on whoever agreed to pay that money and, uh, lies and smoke and mirrors. It's like it was stealing. Holy shit. But anyway, just want to share that with you. This show is available each and every day on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. If you are enjoying the show on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, uh, check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live, because on those other platforms, you're about to be uh, cut off. I only make the uh, full show. I, I make the full show available only on Twitch. So either go online on your desktop or laptop, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live, or download the Twitch app, T-W-I-T-C-H, Twitch, and then search Eric Zane live, and you will find me right there. Follow the page, link up your Amazon Prime account to get a subscription for free, and then hit the subscription button each month. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I'll be talking a little bit more about some new shows that are on the way. Uh, The Patreon is available for free for seven days. Just go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane and you will be all set. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart lock, 2K cam, and doorbell, three-in-one, triple security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app, that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh, my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys, and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy video lock is the top of the heap. Okay. You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install the setup. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium, whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock e-u-f-y official.com slash video lock uh nikki may have just heard 
Easy Rhyme for the first time. You call Easy Rhyme, you talk to the main man. You ask for Easy Rhyme, you talk to the main man. She writes, that's you? Were you a wannabe gangster? Um, well, I wanted to be black is, uh, is what that is. Picture me wearing like a Kangol hat and a black leather jacket doing that show. I actually got in a costume when I did it. Oh, yeah. Totally wanted to be a gangster rapper. Adnan writes LMFAO. Aram says the guy I was bragging about, Anthony Clark, the dude is building it on some of the greats, like the Toon Man and the Poor Boy. Kenny adds, I'm glad I never kept any recordings of myself. You ask for easy rhyme, you talk to the main man. When I filled in for a friend that was a DJ on the local college station years ago. What? Oh, wow. I never knew that. You actually were on the radio? Hey. <laughs> yeah. Welcome in. Welcome in to the radio show. Hey. Anyway. Uh, instead of playing music, I'm just going to bitch about everything. <laughs> Ow! Ooh. Thanks to my friend for letting me in. Talk to you about all my troubles. <laughs> Tyler says, I can't stand the sound of my own voice. I would never keep a recording of myself either. Kenny says, yeah, I heard myself on a recording once and just didn't keep it again. It was a Christ, it was <laughs> a Christian metal and hard rock show. Holy fuck. So is it impossible to get it? Is it nowhere? Can't you contact someone? Oh, boy, would we have a field day with that? Jesus. Um, but I know I can understand why, because at the moment when you hear it, you're, you're sh- that's, that's natural and normal to hate your own voice. Like, uh, Anthony, when I was talking to him about, cause he filled in for the huge, uh, for a huge day before I go and the, we, he was asked, did you listen back? He goes, well, I try, but I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. That's very normal to hate your own voice. Tyler says, <laughs> This segment brought to you by Johnson Chiropractic, reminding you to stop by if you frequently say, oh, my back. Thank you, Tyler. All right. So for you folks that are getting the show, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, YouTube, I got I to gotta kick you out. Thank you. Oops. I think I just... I think it is for a second there. I got rid of everybody on, on Twitch. I hope you're back. I think you're back. Um, Corey adds, when you hear your own voice, when you're talking, uh, you're hearing it, not the same as everyone else because of the way it's echoing inside of your own head. When you're hearing it through a recording, that's how you actually sound. Uh, 
I may have just kicked everybody out. And that would be unfortunate. This is awkward as hell. I apologize. You guys, I think you're back now, though. That was your old pal EZ's fault. It happened. I think you're back now, though. Okay, if you guys can confirm that I'm back, I'm pretty sure I am. Sorry about that. Uh, Kent says it's his first day. Be nice. Patrick says, I never lost you. Well, I appreciate that. I'm glad. I'm happy. Britney Spears in one corner. Victor Wembenyama in the other corner. Victor Wembenyama is the number one draft pick in the most recent NBA draft. The Spurs picked him. Described as a generational player. Like the league hasn't seen someone of this caliber with this much... uh, Uh, assuredness that he was going to be a superstar since like LeBron James. Okay. Or maybe even Kobe, those two, that, that type of player is this young man from France. So one belligerent Britney Spears, the other kind of belligerent is Victor Wembenyama. Wembenyama is, uh, like seven foot five and he's walking through a hotel in Las Vegas. Now at this stage of the game, excuse me, Victor Wembenyama does not walk alone. Uh, his star has risen incredibly and, uh, you, you see him and you know, it's him, you know, not only, I mean, it's it, like you have like recognizable people where you see him, you know exactly who that is. Uh, and he has that and, and it's helped by the fact that he's taller than everybody else. So he's walking through this hotel and he has a group of people around him that keep him safe. And uh, in this story, he'll, he reveals in an interview that, hey, um, I just keep walking my security and I have to have the security because if uh, anything goes, people will just, I mean, it's that it's that hard to move around. They tell him, don't stop moving no matter what. If we have to go from one room to the other or we're coming into a place, um, there's there's protocol. And the team that keeps this guy from uh, having anything bad happen, it's their job to keep all the people away. It would be a mistake for anyone, anyone at all, to come walking up and try to get his attention, let alone to muscle your way through the bodies and put hands on Victor Wembenyama. Big mistake. 
Somebody did do that, and they were slapped. That was Britney Spears. Britney fucking Spears sees Wembenyama. She's like, oh, God, there, I'm just going to go say hi. Now, she fucking knows better because this is what she has to endure. The same protocol. If this were just some ham and egger, I mean, and they decided that they wanted to touch Victor Wembenyama or say hello to him, they, you know, and they're, they're going to learn pretty quickly. You don't do that. But this is Britney Spears. All right. You gotta, she knows that she is not supposed to walk up to Victor Wembenyama. Okay. So she sees him and she's going to go up there and she, no, no, no one's going to get in her way. And that's ex- what happened. She walked up to him and laid hands on him. And then somebody freaks out, the head of security, and he just bitch slaps her right in the fucking face. Glasses go flying off. And she learned really quick, you don't just walk up to someone and put your hands on them. Now, uh, she assumed incorrectly that everyone there knew who she was. Um, At the time, no one knew who she was. It was just someone touching the guy that they have to protect. Okay, so that's, you put yourself into the brain of the security team. They're doing the correct thing. She is not, and also for her to assume, oh, he's going to know, he's going to know who I am. I'm, I'm Britney Spears. Yeah, you're like a 41-year-old uh, a washed up fucking performer who, I mean, I don't know if in the wild, I mean, I, I can look at a static picture of Britney Spears and say right away, that's Britney Spears. But if I'm walking on the street and Britney Spears walks by me, I'm going to go, was that? Wait, could that have been? I'm not sure if it was. Maybe it was. Um, you know, it all would depend on if people were following her. My point is she assumed everybody's going to know who she is and she's going to go, oh, Victor Wembenyama, excuse me. And like, uh, in touch them, they're going to go, oh my God, everybody stop. It's Britney Spears. Victor's got to meet Britney Spears. Now, he didn't give a fuck who she is. I mean, she's old enough to be his mom. I think Wembenyama, I don't know if he's 18, 19, whatever. She said, oh yeah, I just wanted to go congratulate him. And she got the shit smacked out of him, out of her. And now I think the cops are involved. Holy cow. All right, TMZ is all over this. Here's some stills. I'll show that I'll share them with you. Uh if you see, this is Victor. This is the dude who smacks Brittany. This is Brittany walking behind saying, excuse me, hey, what's up? Here's the dude again. Here's Victor. So damn tall. Brittany right behind. Now, this is the, an interview with an eyewitness. This guy saw everything. And so he's going to talk to those two dudes that everybody knows from TMZ. 
I don't know their names, but I know I think they screw these two dudes. They're always together, and they're starting to look a little rough, by the way, these two dudes. I just know them as the, the those two guys from TMZ. That's everybody knows who I'm fucking talking about. You don't hear anything. I am really sucking on this. I did the same thing yesterday. Damn it. Audio check, video check. God, what an asshole. Wemby was walking into the area uh, heading to catch when there was a, a fan who afterwards we found out was Britney Spears was uh, approaching them with a British accent uh, saying, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir, and just kept trying to go towards him. Uh, with when a, eventually- a British accent. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Why is she doing a British accent? Uh, he was heading when Wemby and his, and his entourage were heading into uh, the restaurant where um, into catch. That's when Brittany sort of in- infiltrated her way into this circle. And one of his uh, bodyguards uh, gave her like a backhand sl- uh, slap across the face. So explain um, specifically what was these two Brittany doing was did she make contact with him? Did she touch him? Describe like literally the blow by blow of how that all happened. So she was approaching him and using, like I said, a British accent saying, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. I guess trying to get his attention for possibly a picture. But when she walked, when they walked right into the catch restaurant, that's when she leaned in, sort of got her way into uh, the circle and started to put her hand on his uh, back shoulder or his back because he's pretty tall, so towards his back. And then that's when uh, the bodyguard just turned around, uh, slapped her across the face and knocked off her sunglasses. Did you see his hand make contact with her face? I just said that, dumbass. Yeah, you, you saw the hand, but uh, you also heard the slap. You know, it's interesting. Is it possible, and I'm not suggesting this, did you see her, him hit her hand and her hand hit his face, or was it his hand that squarely hit her face? Okay, he said that wrong. He's suggesting, did he maybe just hit her hand and her own hand hit her own face? Or did he hit her across the face with his hand? No, it would be the hand that hit the face. And you saw her sunglasses fly off. They flew off, yes. Did she fall to the ground? Uh, I don't think she fall. At that point, there was a lot of commotion uh, with people in the way. Okay, so now at this point, they don't know that's Britney Spears. Not that it would matter. You know, the security detail is there to protect the guy. They don't know the intentions of some person just kind of weeding their way through security, getting out, uh, through the perimeter of this very, very famous uh, athlete and touching him and the fact so they're they've done nothing wrong in my opinion uh, she's lucky that's all she got um, and the other thing is I cannot believe she doesn't know better she needs an entourage to move around herself but I, I don't recall her seeing her fall to the ground just sort of go to the side and like like hunch over. When did you realize that it was Britney Spears? Not until this morning when uh, we started seeing more reports on the news. After the slap, what happened? Did Victor walk in the restaurant? What did Brittany do? Can you describe that? Yeah, he just, Victor walked right in, kept going. 
uh, a couple of people stayed behind sort of uh, to, I would say, check on her or, or maybe they, they didn't. I'm, I'm telling you, they didn't know. I'm guessing they didn't know it was Brittany. So just to restrain this person from getting any closer. Uh, and then that's when afterwards they sort of try to walk her out of the restaurant. She screamed and using a British accent. That's what she was using the whole time. This is fucking America. And she was saying that in an angry way, like angry that she had been. Yes, it was an angry tone. So well, I don't think it would be nice, idiot. Was that was she saying this is fucking America in a friendly way or an angry way? What a dumb question. Did you eventually see her walk into the restaurant Guy, as well? Uh, by the no, way, so uh, dude with the right hair, with the white, damn it, dude with the long hair looks like he's pissed. See her at that it, point. it looks like they're, they're like affected by Britney Spears getting, uh, playing the five fingers say to the face game. Walk in, but when we Great reference. We finished our meal and came back out. She was still hanging around and there was uh, other, I guess she had a group of people around her. And then she walked through Aria covering her face with a, with a hat. Okay. Um, the basketball player, Wembenyama, he spoke about this. What happened last night is uh, I saw the news, obviously, this, uh, this morning. I woke up to a couple of phone calls. And uh, uh, so, yeah, there was, uh, there was some, something did happen a little bit when uh, I was walking with, uh, with some security of the, the team to, the, to, to some restaurant. We were in a hall. Again, he's French. There was a, a lot of people, so people calling me, obviously. And there was one person, one person who was uh, who was calling me, but uh, we talked before with the security. Don't stop because it's gonna make it's gonna make a, a crowd. So I, I couldn't stop. So that person. Was calling so me. so that's the that's the explanation. That's what I, I was I was stressing. He can't stop moving. If he stops moving, that that will bring more people. It could be a security threat. Sir, sir. and that person grabbed me from behind. So. Uh, I didn't see I didn't see what happened because I was walking straight and we told don't stop. But that person grabbed me from behind, not on my shoulder. She grabbed me from behind, and uh, so I, I just know that. Okay, so now he's saying no. She grabbed me from behind. She didn't touch my shoulder. She grabbed me from behind. The security pushed her away. I don't know with how with how much force though, but uh, security pushed her away, and uh, I didn't I didn't stop to, to look, so I kept walking and uh, enjoyed a nice dinner. <laughs> So, just to follow up, did you know that the person who grabbed you from behind was Britney Spears? Uh, actually, uh, I, I wish he would say, I don't know who that is. <laughs> now, that would be perfect. Uh, actually, I, I didn't know for a couple hours, but when, we, when, uh, when I came back to the hotel, uh, I had like a, I had forgotten about this event, but the. I mean, I didn't forget about this, but I, knew, I thought it was no big deal. And, uh, and the, the security of this person told me it was a breathing spirit. So I was, first I was like, uh, no, you, you're joking. But yeah, it turns, it turns out it was a breathing spirit. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I didn't know because I didn't see her. I never saw her face. I kept just kept walking straight and uh, that's it. Uh, I, 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 I actually feel bad for him. I don't feel bad for Spears. She's an idiot. She has always struck everyone as an idiot. Uh, so screw that shit. This is fucking America. Britney Spears with a British accent. This is such a weird story. Corey says, where was her own security? 
her own security detail. Yeah, I think she kind of like bolted. I think she was starstruck. Um, let's see. There is a statement from Spears about all of this that went wrong. Uh, Spears says Victor Wembenyama is simply wrong when he says she grabbed him from behind. She is, insists it was simply a friendly tap. Well, okay, maybe so. Let's just say you might be right. I don't know. Maybe someone else's arms were around Victor at the time. Can you imagine if the roles were reversed? If she was walking along trying to keep moving, which she she knows all about that. This is what's shocking to me. She should not. She knows better. She's supposed to, but she's so dumb. This is a stupid woman. And I think, uh, I don't think your elevator goes all the way to the top. I mean, that that's why that, um, what was that thing called that they, that the family like looked after her? She was like, uh, I forgot what the fuck that term is. Um, when like they like were in charge of her finances and she was claiming that she was being held captive or whatever the fuck. This is why they did that because she's a dumb shit. She can't do anything without getting in some type of trouble. Uh, her response on the whole thing that the head of Victor's security backhanded her in the face outside of catch restaurant in Vegas, the account she just posted on social media aligns with what she told the cops. Cause now the cops are involved. I recognize an athlete in my hotel lobby as I was heading to dinner. I later went to a restaurant at a different hotel and I saw him again. Conservatorship is what that's called. She goes on to describe the encounter. I decided to approach him and congratulate him on his success. It was really loud. So I tapped him on the shoulder to get his attention. Again, he's moving. He's walking with a security detail. Now the dispute. I am aware of the player's statement where he mentions I grabbed him from behind, but I simply tapped him on the shoulder. Uh, and I say, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter if you stuck your finger up his asshole. As for the slap, she says his security then backhanded me in the face without looking back in front of the crowd. Good job. Keep your client safe. <clears throat> Nearly knocking me down and causing my glasses to fall off. Uh, Brittany adds she herself was swarmed by around 20 fans on her way into Aria, noting my security team didn't hit any of them. Well, you stupid idiot. That's because you weren't threatened by Victor Wembenyama. Come on now. Uh, earlier, Victor spoke with the reporters, which is what I, uh, I played for you to detail his side of the things. Uh, I'm sorry, his side of how things went down. Brittany says, I also don't appreciate, nor do I think this is a laughing matter. Watching the player smile and laugh was cruel and demoralizing. Because, you know, I mean, as he was talking, you heard it. He, he A smile crept across his face. I, I don't think it was like, ha ha. Uh, that... She got what she deserved. I think he was kind of uncomfortable with this, with the scenario. And I think it just, this, it just, sometimes that happens. Uh, was cruel and demoralizing with the situation that took place. I am five foot three and he's seven foot four. 
You stupid idiot. Victor didn't hit you. Why are you breaking down the size differential? So she muscles in, puts her hands on this guy who's got a full security detail in a, uh, a restaurant packed with people. Everybody sees him. He's got to keep moving. Some weirdo, crazy mom idiot comes uh, strutting in, puts her hands on the guy. Security does their job. to get, They don't know what the fuck you're up to. What do you expect? And all you can say is, yes, but he's seven foot four and I'm five foot three. This is a stupid, simple woman. Okay? This is the type of chick who would like, you know, brainwash her kid. And send the kid to like the local county commission meeting to spew hate. I can't help it. I just can't help it. I just can't help it. Sources close to Brittany tell us she hasn't heard from Victor's team and she's pissed off about that. Thinking someone would have at least reached out to apologize. No, you should thank them that you didn't get your fucking face busted. I mean, that's terrible, but that's, they're supposed to keep that man safe. Jesus. What an absolute shit show that is. The, the, uh, the entitlement by Britney Spears to that, to think that she's entitled enough to just, strut up there and say, hey, let me in. I want to talk to Victor. Excuse me. You know? Tyler says it would have been epic if her security and his security had a security team war after the slap. Uh, uh, Kenny adds, is she okay? Did she have to go to the ER? No. Then she should shut up. I love this story. This is a, this is a great, great story. I can't wait to share it with Anthony Clark today on the huge show. He's going to love this. You're going to love Anthony, by the way. All right. Do not go anywhere. Your old pal EZ needs to go tinkle. But uh, before I go, I need to, uh, first of all, uh, mention that I have plenty of merch for sale. There's been a uh, influx of people that have been uh, checking out the show, and I appreciate that. I sold some merch yesterday. Thank you. Uh, you go to ericzaneshow.com, click merch, and off you go. Uh, I believe everything's on sale right now. Go check it out. T-shirts are usually as low as 16 bucks a pop. Uh, when they're not on sale, they're like 21 22 still not bad. The uh, shipping charge stinks. Sorry about that. Not my call. EricZaneShow.com. Click merch. Joe Martinez was out in the field. Actually, his son-in-law, David, uh, working at uh, the Pellerito household, Joe Pellerito. And uh, did a great job. Well done, David. Thank you to Joe for reaching out to A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. 616-516-8579. Chris K getting a full install furnace AC. Thank you. I appreciate you calling Joe. Uh, call Joe if you have any problems or you want a new install or perhaps an after-hour service call, which could get expensive. It's been pretty warm lately. But um, if you haven't yet serviced your AC to get it tuned and cleaned, you can still get that done because every moment that that thing is operating, 
when it's uh, free of debris, um, it, it's it's running more smooth and less stress on it, uh, which decreases the life of that thing. At the Pellerito household, I guess some squirrels got at the wires and screwed everything up. So David had to get in there and fix that. Well done. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage says, hey, if, uh, you know, you are getting ready to enter the housing market and buy a home, whether it be your first time or you've done this before, uh, from anywhere in the U.S., reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. They are the best. They can uh, even help you with a refi, maybe get some money out of your home to pay off a high-interest credit card bill or whatever it may be. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Okay, remember... You ask for easy rhyme, you talk to the main man. You ask for easy rhyme, you talk to the main man. Be back. I was informed that... uh, EZ have to be at a wedding on Saturday. Now, it is my experience that uh, I, 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 it seems like every wedding I've gone to recently over the last several years, recently over the last several years, that sounds like a misnomer, but you know what I mean. Um, I, I'm so damn uncomfortable. And it's not like because the wedding's bad or anything like that. It's because my brain, um, I, I, that like a crowd like that at a wedding and I don't know, everybody's drinking and having a great time and everything is more fun when you're drinking and I'm not. And the ADHD kind of really starts to dig its claws into, into me. And I don't, I don't like sitting still, you know? It's rough. I'm like, I'm ticking all over the place. I just want to. So I typically will try to um, uh, check every door to see if it's locked or unlocked to see if I can weasel in to like the back room areas of the facility. You're like, wait, what? What are you talking about? The one that comes to mind was when we were visiting actually Jersey City again. Uh, uh, the first time we visited for a friend's wedding, it was at some old theater, I guess, old vaudeville theater. And man, I started doing the urban exploring deal in this thing. It's like a 200 year old, uh, structure and holy cow. I mean, like the basement getting lost. I'm waiting to see like, you know, bodies in the catacombs of this building. Uh, Corey says exploring old buildings by yourself is fun. Yes. Then there was the one here in Grand Rapids in the Amway Grand Hotel. It's a, uh, another historic establishment, which has some history to it. And I totally was in places that I shouldn't be. That is my favorite thing to do. And then it's almost like a, uh, episode, like, a a, a, a mission impossible movie. Because I kind of like um, disappear and then I'm, I'm listening for someone to be walking. And then I hide. I actually go and hide so that they can't fucking find me. And then when they pass, I like start to lurk some more. 
never been caught. I'm telling you this because this will be the weekend uh, that I get caught. And then I'll be able to come on here and tell you the story or I'll get arrested. Oh, can you imagine the joy in my heart if I get arrested? So it's like when I'm there, uh, you know, yeah, I'm a little uncomfortable, but the first chance I get, you know, I mean, it's like, uh, typically it goes wedding ceremony and then there's the cocktail hour and then, uh, they introduce the party. Awesome. And then you sit down speeches, eat, and then like first dance. And then when the dance floor fills up with all the drunken debauchery, then I'm gone. I am gone. See, in a few hours, I'm going to go explore this place. Uh, Chris in Buffalo is listening as he's working. Good morning, Tune Man. Got a nice work road trip with some sewage pumps in the truck. It's a good morning to listen to EZ. Happy Friday. I appreciate you, Chris. Out of beautiful Buffalo. Um, I have an update from uh, where I live in beautiful Ottawa County, Michigan. If you've listened to me for any amount of time, you know the scenario. The 11 county commissioners forever has been dominated by Republicans just where we live. It's just the way it is. But during the last election cycle, this group known as Ottawa Impact mobilized and uh, able to raise some money and convince the uh, voters that these far-right extremists need, uh, need to be on the county commission. Typically, county commissioners' work is boring. They're handed money from the state and then they spend it accordingly on programs and things. Uh, Those meetings are supposed to be non-eventful, uneventful. But with this group involved, with this far right leaning, uh, these are holy rollers, you know, holier than thou, um, really fucked up point of view on the world have now are now dominating the commission. We've talked about this a lot. I don't want to give you the whole, all the bloody details. If you, that's the general overview. And they've been pissing a lot of people off that live here. Even the actual Republicans. Okay. Um, in fact, one of the members of that group is a guy by the name of Jacob Bonama, who he was in lockstep with these fucking wackos. And then, over time, in the first few months, he realized that they're completely off the reservation. And he's like, hey, I'm breaking with you guys. You're you're too fucking out there. And so now they've ostracized him, and he's part of the enemy. Now, where I live, I'm surrounded by a bunch of Bible-thumping assholes. Now, 
I love Jesus just as much as the next guy. They probably wouldn't agree with that. To me, religion is a very personal thing. I think my religious views should go about as far as my brain. In my lane, my brain, my lane brain, my brain lane, my lame brain lane, it's between me and me only. That's the way I think it should be. I don't think that religion should at any point be involved in the management of a state, a country, any community. Nothing. Think about that. You know, the, the, the area you live in, people all worship differently. That's why there is a separation of church and state. This is very basic. Very, very basic. But this little hamlet of stupidity where I live, there's enough of these wackos that they have garnered this attention and this little corner of humanity where I live. Now, one of these commissioners is a lady by the name of Lucy Ebel. And up until the other day, no one even knew she was Hispanic. Now, she's super stupid. And um, she's super religious. At least she acts that way. And she was one of these wacko commissioners who um, now they all like vote the same. So it's all like lockstep, except for the one guy who fucking broke free. So um, she had a vote uh, early on in her uh, tenure here, which started in January, that did not sit well with a constituent who lives in her uh, district. And he said, because of your vote here to try to make it so that Adeline Hambly, the health director who's with the old regime, would be fired or something like that, uh, I am questioning your integrity on that vote, so I am petitioning for a recall. So he did that. His name's uh, something Jackson. I forget his name. Uh, Larry Jackson, I believe is his name. Young guy. And so now Larry Jackson, is uh, he's put that forward. They're going to try to get uh, uh, signatures, which could then eventually lead to a recall election. And Ebel is now um, responding. Now, the, the fucking idiots who support her are saying, well, that's the uh, racism of the left. They don't like that she is Hispanic. Now, um, that's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Okay, this is coming from a group of people who their first step was to eliminate the office of diversity, equity, and inclusion. We don't need that. They they wiped that out. That's no longer a uh, a uh, a branch of the of the of the county, which you see those pop up now uh, to kind of make people feel comfortable and make the county. Uh, uh, appetizing for businesses to know because that's very important for a lot of businesses these days that, that there's that type of um, equality. We eliminated that in Ottawa County after these fucking morons took over. So for them to say, well, yeah, this is racist that you want to get rid of Lucy Ebel. That's all this is. 
Well, no, it's not. And, and, and interesting that you would bring it up considering what you've done to your own county. That's fucking, you know how stupid that looks? Who's going to believe that? The only people who would believe that this is a, 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 a democratic uh, racist witch hunt are the stupid fucks who support Lucy Ebel, these soft-headed fucking morons. Okay? Um, so that's what they're saying. This is, uh, and then the guy who's, uh, who is, who filed the, uh, claim, the, uh, recall claim is black. So, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't exactly, uh, reek of, uh, of being what you say it is. It seems like maybe she, he's just not happy with her performance and he's trying to get her recalled. That's probably what it is. I would say I'm hundred percent sure on that. But uh, the folks that support evil are saying, oh, no, this is, this is racist. This is a racist attack by the racist Democrats. Fucking you right-wingers invented racism. There's, there isn't anything racist about the left, you idiot. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because um, either yesterday or the day before, it might have been yesterday, Lucy Ebel called a bunch of her. She like put out a face. Hey, I'm going to have a press conference. And uh, the news story I featured on this yesterday, it didn't really have, have uh, the, what I'm about to show you. She did. There was a portion of it where she said, Jesus is king over Ottawa County. And then the people repeated that, which again, that brings me back to my original argument. That is a very normal argument. And what, uh, sensible people um, believe is that when it comes to the business of running a county, a city, a neighborhood association, a state, a country, uh, I firmly believe at this stage in my life that uh, that's all a business venture. Okay, I don't want I don't want any influence from any religion because of the fact that there are numerous religions in these areas that I just described. Why should you run one, uh, run a, uh, any of these entities based on the teachings of one faith when there are literally countless numbers of, of faith. Okay. You, you just can't do it. It's not fair. I mean, the, uh, the Jew doesn't believe what the Christian believes, what the Muslim believes, what the, what the Latter-day Saints believe. There's all sorts of different variables in here. And in the business of running a state or any entity, you can't have the fucking religion clouding up your brain like John Fogarty said. Great reference. But audio check video check oh my god wait until you hear what our pal lucy evil did this is just downright fucking creepy in my opinion oh my god i'm such an asshole Okay, do you feel that? 
Do you feel that weird feeling inside of you? That, oh, that cringe? This is where I live. This is, what the fuck is going on here? It says uh, she's an Ottawa County Commissioner, member of Ottawa Impact, facing recall. She held this creepy press conference today to complain about the recall petition that was filed. I seek light to Ottawa County. Wow. Holy fuck. I don't, I can't, um, I don't know if that helps her or hurts her. You know, because again, where I live, this is a, like I said, a hamlet of stupidity. Uh, Adnan says, I'm getting cult vibes here. Kent says, cult, cult, cult. Patrick says it actually sounds satanic. My eyes are tired from rolling so much of these psychos, says Tyler. Uh, PSN Bleach, let's skip to them drinking the flavor aid. Tyler says we need to respect our Lord and Savior, Shepherd Joe Moss. Young Adam Schwab says indoctrination much. Chris says, kind of like telling the commissioner, you are our shepherd and we are your sheep. Mitch says, this lady makes me want to shit on my foot and kick her in the face. That's funny. All right. Okay. That leads me to the idea that uh, Allison at... um, I better back up the idea that was shared with me about creating a once a month show. Uh, Those county commission meetings where we got the incredible, incredible footage of the seven-year-old kid saying, uh, uh, thank you for protecting us from the groomers and, uh, and all that other horse shit. Uh, We, I have, this is going to happen on Patreon. It is a new show called Who Are These uh, Ottawa County Fascists? Where you will have the video and the audio from those public comment moments that I will be reviewing with Stu McAllister. Stu is not yet aware that he's going to be doing this show. But this is actually a paid gig for Stu. I am opening up the pocketbook to actually make it worth his time. That will be officially my third paid member of the show. I've got Alan from Blue Frost IT who oversees all my tech. I've got Ben and I've got, of course, Stu. Now, knowing my luck, this is going to probably cause Trump to say he needs some of that cheddar. And if need be, I will. 
We're slowly expanding the reach of the Eric Zane Show podcast. So that will be now two shows that haven't been yet been made, but will be on Patreon. Who are these Justins and who are these Ottawa County fascists? Adding now four shows to the Eric Zane Show podcast, Who Are These Universe? Which all stems from Carl and Who Are These Podcasts? Which all stems from Opie and Anthony. Which all stems from Howard Stern. Holy shit. I sat down with E-Rock over the um, time that I was away. He visited me on Friday. You're wondering who, who is that? Who is that person? Uh, some of you know, but E-Rock is the producer of, well, he runs Compound Media, Anthony Cumia's venture. And before that, he was the producer for the Opie and Anthony show. Now, really great guy. He gave me a lot of important information that's boring that uh, I'm going to implement into doing my show. And I appreciated that. And we hit it off. We started, ha- we started chit-chatting about radio and stuff like that. And, um. One of the things I asked him, uh, actually, I, I one of the things I asked him, I go, "Have you has your voice ever been in a video game? I thought you guys were into that." And he's his voice is actually in the first four Grand Theft Auto games, which I thought was fucking great. And uh, then we got to chatting, and uh, we were having uh, dinner, and Jackie and Justin and Madison and Diana and myself and E Rocker talking and I, I know he knows a lot of famous people and I said can you share with us it won't be a surprise to me but share with people someone in your phone who's super famous that you could actually call right this minute and he goes oh yeah so he does that and he goes it's Rogan he's got Rogan's cell phone number and I'm like that is fucking funny and he goes how about this one Sean Hannity he does work for Hannity and I'm like, oh my God, that is so funny. And then I go, we were talking about mob movies. I go, did you like the Irishman? He goes, no, I did not. And I know a lot of the people that are in the, that, that are in the movie. I go, really? And uh, I forgot who he said, but I know the one he said was Jimmy Norton who played, and I've, I've forgotten that he's in that. He plays Don Rickles in that. E-Rock's awesome. I appreciate him uh, on Compound Media. You can also check out his show. Uh, it's Eric Nagel. I T apostrophe S E R I K. He spells it weird. N A G L E. I think that's how he spells his name. It's Eric Nagel. If you want to check out his show, appreciate him. Uh, big fraud on Joe Rogan. Let's go. Uh, young Adam Schwab says, I have not heard from Trump since your return. I hope he's well. Yeah, I actually texted him the other day and I said, hey, I need you. I was wondering if you could join me on the huge show. And uh, he said that he is out of cell phone range and he is uh, it's spotty um, service. So it, it, it just wouldn't work. No big deal. All right. So that's what's up. I just could not get over the whole Lucy Ebel thing. Jesus is Lord over Ottawa County. In my opinion, that alone is enough to be recalled. Um, I'm not exactly sure. Um, wh- I mean, can you just say, well, because I don't like them? Can you recall someone because you don't like them? 
I don't, I don't know that. I mean, I think that if that were the case, all of these guys would have a recall petition against them. But as of right now, there's only one, which is why the people that support her are saying, yeah, that's It's racist because the only one who has a recall petition out is a person who I guess is Hispanic. And no one knew that. No one knew that Lucy Ebel was Hispanic because, uh, frankly, Again, she looks like a chick who, when she was in the womb, like her mom did a lot of drugs. And then the the kid comes out all fucked up. You know, you hear about that from time to time. The baby comes out, they go, oh my God, this kid's strung out on heroin. Oh shit. The kid's like been like swimming in heroin and booze while it's in the womb. You know, that's why they say don't drink or do drugs. But she's got to look like, her face just wasn't really formed all the way. And then somehow she assimilated. I don't know. It's really fucked up to me. Anyway. Uh, thank you so much uh, to all the sponsors who support the show. If you have a business and you want to get on board, uh, put your message in front of 80 to 1,000 people on the audio podcast alone every month. Reach out to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I did just lose Baldwin Ace Hardware. Uh, it was weird. I lost him as a sponsor and as a friend. I was like, what? I can understand you quitting the uh, um, show because you don't like his, uh, as I talked about yesterday, he was like, oh man, because he, he was tipped off about um, the uh, kid, the seven-year-old. He goes, oh my God, I didn't realize that, that your show was like this now. I haven't listened to it once. I go, what? what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, before you would never talk politics. I don't like that you're talking politics. So I'm can't, I don't want to be associated with this. I'm canceling. So I was like, oh, okay. All right. I, I, and I actually wrote, I go, yeah, I, I get it. I understand that. But I mean, can we still be friends? I mean, I, I like you. you. We've actually hung out quite a bit. No response. So fuck you. Fuck you and your fucking face. I don't need you. Uh, reach out, Eric, at ericzainshow.com if you want in. Thank you to Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Kent, drop the E out of you. Is the man over there. Okay, so you got a house. You want to redo the flooring. God forbid if you have carpeting and pets. You should not have that. I don't give a shit how good of a carpet cleaner you have. Your carpet's just full of piss. You know, your wife's like, let's get rid of the carpet. And you're like, no, it's not like, not like the carpet. Okay. And you finally agree. And then uh, you get that th- all that pulled up and you'll see where all the piss is. Oh, God. Put down some laminate, vinyl, uh, vinyl plank, perhaps hardwood. If you're building a home and you need to put the hardwood down, Get it from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. The lowest price in the entire state of Michigan. In Granville, Michigan, right behind Little Caesars. When you mention my name, you will save an additional 10% off. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Linda says, my cats have never pissed on my floor. Lie. You don't know that. What if they did and you didn't know it? Oh, I'd smell it. You don't, you don't know. You just don't know. Or if they have an accident. What if they're not feeling well? Uh, Aram says for 
Eric's attack ads, he could talk over a mashup of all the Christian chants. Oh, my God. Linda says, no, I'd know. I, I, I don't know, Linda. I mean, I, you know who's heard that every time? Who, who's heard, who hears that all the time is Jacob from Bennett Flooring Installation. He hears that all the time. Yeah, my animals don't go on the carpet. I would know. And then he pulls the carpet up and it's, it's, you, you can tell on the underside of the, uh, of the carpeting where, where the, where it would just collect. It's gruesome. So bad. You don't want to be in that spot. Well, anyway, uh, if that's what you uh, want to do, get the floor covering from Johnson Carpet one discount outlet. Thank you to blue frost it, the managed it service provider for the Eric St. Joe podcast. Now, the way this works is if you have a business, you do have tech. And at some point, you're going to need to update the tech. Keep Blue Frost IT in mind. Reach out to Alan, 616-200-8550. Blue Frost IT. You sit down for a 30-minute conversation, and he'll find out what exactly your business needs to improve in terms of tech. Once you get that all straightened out, he'll make the recommendations about what you need or what you need to have uh, built, which he can do that for you. And then that's how the process works. You make your purchase. He helps you set it up. And then he becomes your managed IT service provider. It's all a fantastic set of service uh, that he would love to um, have you take advantage of. Blue Frost IT online at bluefrostit.com. No Rick from TC Paintball today. As I indicated earlier, I have an update on uh, a story that we had yesterday. It might have been in the free podcast. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was about the um, fireworks catastrophe that took place in Holland. And this sweet lady, a 41 year old lady, um, a mom, a substitute teacher, I think in Grand Rapids. And like, it was a neighborhood get together is they live in a cul-de-sac and I'm getting the impression that, uh, every year, uh, the, they, they go all out and, and buy the goods and then they have the fireworks. Now I'm pretty sure that if you just go to the tent on the corner and spend some dough, you're going to get some pretty great shit. And you know, at some point you can say, Hey man, I need the really good stuff, which you can buy here in Michigan. It's, And if you use it like the way they have it set up, you're going to be fine in most cases. And as I, um, as I review was reviewing the story, I remember something that happened similarly. I don't know if it was the last year or the year before and, um, shrapnel came off of like, uh, I I think it, I think it actually was a, uh, a cannon, like a cannon blew up that they were shooting mortars out of or something like that. And the cannon was like, I don't know if it was a prop or they, it was made for fireworks. That was an old story, but this story too, believe it or not, they all got the fireworks out and some guy like the neighbor, he busts out an actual cannon, another incident with a cannon, like a a metal cannon. Hey, let's shoot the fireworks off out of the cannon. And, well, the fireworks blew up, and it was a bomb. 
And this poor lady, this 41-year-old Jana Daniels, may she rest in peace, a large, they said like a large piece of the metal went and hit her in the chest and a horrible, horrific injury, like being shot with a cannonball, but it was the shrapnel from the fucking cannon. Holy fuck. I don't know, man. I think somebody's going to end up going to jail on this deal. And when they were setting the story up yesterday, there was all sorts of like uh, B-roll of the scene. And it was like Modelo cans and Bud Budweiser and Bud Light cans and Bush beer and Miller Light strewn all over the place. So this was a fucking party. Oh, man. Yeah, Chris remembers that story about that cannon. That other one, too. I think, like, Grandma got hit or something like that. I talked about it on this show. This is fucking horrific. Hosted the private fireworks show that turned deadly this week, says he still doesn't understand what went wrong. He says it was a neighbor's cannon used to set off some of the fireworks that exploded. The shrapnel killed a woman and injured nine others, including his son. Nine others? Jesus. Target 8 investigator Ken Kolker spoke with the homeowner today. Brian Sue, the man says he did not know the woman who died at his yard Monday night. She was there to watch the show. The family of 40. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? This is horrible. Look at that. One year old victim, Jana Daniels, says she was the mother of a nine year old boy and a substitute teacher who recently worked at Burton Elementary in Grand Rapids. Deputies say she died when a piece of shrapnel penetrated her chest. I tell her just how how sorry we are about what happened. Homeowner Rick Manetza says his son Colt was lighting some of the fireworks at their home on Main Street in Park Township. We are doing. Holy fuck, that is intense. Every year, yeah, we never have problems like this. He was doing the uh, fireworks that that we bought at the store, but this other guy he brought a cannon. The other guy being a neighbor, he says, that just after 11 that night, the cannon exploded in the road out front, spraying shrapnel. Deputies described it only as a device that exploded while being used to launch fireworks. They called it an accident. The homeowner says his back was turned at the time. I didn't see the girl laying in the yard over there, but my son was on the ground out here. And another one got hurt, too. It went right, right through his leg. Shrapnel also hit his son in the leg and head. He was undergoing surgery today. He's got 15 staples in his in his head right now. We had people all over here and some small kids over here. So we just got one died, but this guy's fucked up. We actually got got pretty lucky that there wasn't more. Trebnell hit at least five parked vehicles and three houses. Look at that. There's holes in the car, holes in the house. Wainwright's home. Well, they hit right here. They skimmed right across, apparently, the bushes, about 300 feet. Yeah. And it ricocheted. The, the uh, pig iron landed right over here. It's, it's about a, a two inch by a, uh, a quarter inch square. Landed. It, it, it hit the tree where we hang people in his driveway. Shrapnel also punched a hole next to Manetza's front door. Oh, it's terrible. Terrible. It's just a bad accident. God, I feel terrible about it. Yeah? I never had a girl die in my yard before. Oh, God. What a, what a comment. I never had a girl die in my yard before. 
Jesus. The Ottawa County Sheriff's Department is investigating and plans to turn over its findings to the prosecutor's office to determine if criminal charges will be filed. Yeah, if your dude who who walked up pulling the cannon behind him, you're like, oh boy. Oh, shit. This story will be used by the attorney of the woman's family, Adam writes. God, so I guess the uh, the takeaway here is, have you ever like had one of these settings where guy guy spends a bunch of dough on fucking carp on uh, carpet? Jesus, I just read a comment that had the word carpet in it. <laughs> uh, spends a bunch of dough on fireworks. If they're doing anything other than just shooting him in the air, get the fuck out of there. Uh, Savage Sack Lunch says, I feel bad over the loss of life, but at some point it has to be natural selection. Yeah, I don't know if I can get behind that one. I mean, this is a, the, the, the mom just walks over there. Oh, let's see what's going on. My, just kind of like watching. Uh, if a neighbor brings out a cannon, it's time to leave. Kenny says, just go to the official fireworks event held by practically every city or county and leave it to the professionals. That's, that's where I stand. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't buy them. I'm just, I'm not interested in it. I, uh, if it, if it does fuck when we were in Jersey city, the biggest fireworks in the nation were, were right there. We were we, we could have watched it from our from where we were, but we got the fuck out of there because it's so goddamn loud, the dog would have freaked out. Man. Holy crap. Savage sack lunch with LOL, curiosity killed like nine of the neighbors. No, that's not true. There was one death, many more injured. This whole thing is fucked up. I can't, I wonder if there will be charges against that guy. I mean, is was the, uh, was the cannon just like a prop used to like decorate his front lawn or something? You know, I'm kind of an idiot and I can totally see myself, um, if I had a, uh, if it was in that neighborhood and there was a fireworks show going off and my neighbor said, Hey, can we use your cannon? Um, I can't say, even though I've reported on a story similar to this in the past that I wouldn't let him do it. I, I might actually say, yeah, that'll be great. I, because so I don't know, man. Um, what I'm not saying that the guy who had the, brought the cannon in shouldn't, uh, have some type of uh, punishment, but I think that I may have done the same thing. So I would, in a sense, be required to have to be uh, uh, subject to some type of punishment. For sure, a fucking lawsuit. That poor kid. And I don't know uh, what the situation is on the little boy there. You know, now he's, um, I don't know if dad's in the picture or what, but Talk about your fucking life. Everybody's life changing in just one minute. Fuck me. Every year we have a story about this because of the fucking fireworks. It makes me wonder, is it worth it? 
You know, with this was part of like the last, I think it was Rick Snyder was the governor who said, oh yeah, fuck yeah, no helmets and uh, full fireworks. In fact, you have to have fireworks. And you're not allowed to ride a motorcycle with a helmet on. You have to have no helmet on. Uh, that, that, of course, didn't happen. But That's how it is here now. This is the new live free or die state. Did you know that, I didn't know this, and maybe it isn't like this in Michigan. In New York State, you can walk around on the street and smoke pot the same way you could a cigarette. I was just, I was under the impression that if it's a recreational pot state, you can do it in your home. But so many people when you're walking around in the city, we're just, I mean, you know how like you're casually have a cigarette between your fingers, take a drag and eventually you're done. You just throw it out. That's how they smoke pot there. You know, uh, I mean, I would think that you wouldn't want to waste any of it while the embers were burning. You know, I mean, that's expensive shit. But people just walk around and just got a joint hanging out of their mouth, walking down the fucking street. So I looked it up. And, uh, yeah, that's totally legit. You actually can do that. I was I was surprised at that. All right. Update on the uh, sub that uh, fucking folded in the bottom of the ocean. I guess there actually were some human remains. Like, maybe like a little chunk here and there after what had happened to them. I was watching a video of some B-roll of them making that sub where they have the uh, um, fiberglass hull and they're putting these titan uh, titanium rings on it. And the guy um, who, what the fuck was his name? The dude who died, who was in charge of the whole thing. It escapes me now. Silver-haired guy who was caval- had that cavalier attitude and said, yeah, I cut some quarters when I made this thing. Stockton Rush. They're, they're showing a clip of them building the sub. And you got the, the tube that's fiberglass, and then it's connected to these rings that are titanium. And they, they fit it on with like a well, being held by a crane, and they, they lower it onto the ring, and then they, they put glue like around it. And he goes, Oh yeah, that's strong glue. That's not Elmer's glue. That's thick. And he actually said, it's thick like peanut butter. That is some strong glue. So they're going down 12,000, 13,000 feet. And it's multiple pieces held together by glue. And the, uh, thing that, um, what's his name? Titanic guy. James Cameron said was, he goes, no, no, no. Even I know. You have to go down in a vessel that is one piece. And the only other piece is to bring together the joint between the window and the body. That's it. Outside of that, you can't have a bunch of fucking areas where there could be corrosion and shit like that. Well, ultimately, uh, we all know now that it uh, claimed the life of those five people. Um, There was a joke, I think. I think I saw a joke. It was, um, all right. Yeah, this is fantastic. A man, I just reminded of this. Amanda at seven 20 this morning wrote, I just saw a really funny, but sad joke about the Titan. 
quote, apparently the whales nearby ordered five guys. (laughs) Fuck. Apparently the whales ordered five guys. (laughs) Holy shit. I love apparently the whale ordered five guys. That's the first thing I saw when I woke up this morning. Uh, fucking rolling out of bed. I got the dogs trying to, I, I grabbed my phone message from Amanda. Apparently the whales ordered five guys. Oh my God. Kevin Kiefer says that's better than Ben's jokes. All right. Anyway, there's a guy who was supposed to be a cameraman on that adventure. And I had heard that this story was going around, but um, he is now speaking out. His name is Brian Weed. Uh, I think he works for like um, TLC or something like that. They were going to do a documentary. And so to test it all out, uh, First of all, Chris writes, that joke is subpar. Shut up. I, I know what you're doing there. Um, Weed was supposed to go. He was on the submersible. And they were in Puget, Puget Sound in Washington. And Stockton Rush is sitting next to him. He goes, all right, man. This is our last test before Titanic. And you're going to get some amazing footage. And this guy, Brian Weed, has done it all. Okay. He's swam with sharks. He's trekked through the tundra. Uh, he's, he's been in some really, really treacherous places. And he says, none of those are anything like the fear I had when we were uh, barely in the water in Puget Sound. He says, uh, despite being all those risky situations, uh, I've never been afraid. But after 15 years of camera operation, this was the only time in my life where I thought, this is wrong. I shouldn't be here. Uh, It was actually Discovery Channel's Exhibition Unknown TV show when he and his colleague got the opportunity in May of 21 to take a test drive on the sub with Stockton Rush. And he was the pilot again. The test dive to a shipwreck in Puget Sound, Washington was supposed to be a precursor to a dive on the sub later that summer to the Titanic where they were planning to film a special episode. This is actually a uh, shot of those guys in that sub on that day. But his account of what went on there back in 21. He said, oh my God, it was plagued with problems from the start, including even getting off of the launch pad. They're on the boat. And then the thing's just supposed to angle down and the thing slides in there. You couldn't even get that. Everything started to go wrong. Once the sub finally got in the water and we got the all clear to dive, problems continued. At least one thruster on the sub failed fairly quickly. And there was basically a major malfunction with its whole thruster system. Again, he's manning this thing with a fucking Xbox controller. 
The sub spent more than two hours in the water doing nothing before Rush had to sheepishly confess that they had to abort the dive because there was no way for the vessel to get down to the target. Weed says, the whole time I'm in the water locked in this thing and thinking this is supposed to go to the Titanic in two months and we can't get below 100 feet and it's supposed to go 12,000 feet under the ocean. He said this, combined with Russia's apparent cavalier attitude towards safety, made him feel uneasy. You've all seen that clip. It's one I was referencing earlier. Weed pulled out of the documentary project because he says, I can't do this. I don't trust the vehicle. I don't feel comfortable going down to, to those depths. It just doesn't feel safe. So they canceled the whole thing because uh, out of fear after that guy said that. The Titan sub, of course, then uh, 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 catastrophically imploded, killing Rush and all four others on the vessel. And the whales had five guys. Holy shit. That does not surprise anybody. Uh, Sir Bob of Oliver says there was an interview with Josh Gates. Don't know who that is. Said he basically said, yeah, fuck that. Unbelievable. And now I was just reading about Ocean Gate. They've suspended everything. They have nothing going on right now. Because of... um everything they i mean they they can't they can't do anything uh all right moving on uh a mom influencer wanted to get some views and so she concocted a story and it was a criminal story that something bad happened to her and uh, I guess the idea was, this if I get some sympathy for this, uh, more people will pay attention to me, but the, the, the plot quickly unraveled. It was all fucking made up. She was saying that um, a bunch of Mexicans were trying to steal her children. And then after she made that claim, it wasn't long after that, that the whole thing started to unravel. See if I can get this right this time. Video check, audio check. Here we go. Influencer busted. My children were the um, targets of attempted kidnap. 31-year-old self-described mom influencer Katie Sorensen is now facing up to six months in jail after this social media post that police say was a lie. And I want to share that story with you in an effort to raise awareness as to what signs to look for. In the December 2020 post on Instagram, Sorensen alleged a couple followed her into this Northern California... Can you imagine being a mom influencer... And using your children, you know, on a platform to try to get people to view you and and making shit up with the child to try to get people to pay attention to you because you're a nobody. Yeah, that's weird. Michaels in an attempt to kidnap her two children. They walked kind of close behind me. I definitely felt the heebie-jeebies. I didn't feel good, but I thought I was judging a book by its cover. Also saying they, quote, weren't clean-cut individuals and made comments about her kids' appearance. They're saying blonde hair, blue eyes. Sorensen said she did not say anything to them because she was scared. Paralyzed with fear. 
Um, and I, I almost just discredited what was happening. But in an unexpected twist, police say this actually didn't happen and that Sorensen's story was fabricated. After seeing this surveillance photo of themselves on TV, the accused couple, Sadie and Eddie Martinez, came forward to clear their own names, sharing their story with Inside Edition. Being labeled a child abductor, it's it's upsetting. It's heartbreaking. It's life changing. The couple, who are Latino, telling the Petaluma Argus Courier that they were at Michael's to buy Christmas decorations and believe Sorensen's false allegations were racially motivated. She wanted a stronger following. She was looking for, you know, content for her fame and her her income. Um, and at our man, who would do that? Our expense. Investigators cleared the couple of any wrongdoing. Do you think that she lied to try to boost her social media following? I do not. Sorensen's attorney tell. <laughs> yeah, right. NBC News, his client misrepresented a random set of coincidences. There's been a perception that this case was about race or racial profiling from the outset. And one of the things that came into evidence was that Ms. Sorensen's reports on December 7th reported a white male, a white female, and a Hispanic male. There really wasn't a racial or a profiling component. Sorensen. What a terrible attorney. Uh, that guy trying to explain anything is a is is an absolute mess. He sounds like shit. Charged with three counts of making a false report of a crime, acquitted on two of those counts and found guilty of one. She was taken into custody on Thursday. Good. Her bail set at one hundred thousand uh, dollars uh, until her sentencing. That's right. Police now revealing ah. new details just days. Jesus. Uh. Patrick says, holy shit, what a messed up game to play on somebody. Um, Tyler says, hey, is that uh, is that mom's name Megan by chance? No, Tyler, come on. I don't know where you got that from. No, it's uh, it's it's uh, what the fuck is her name? I need it for asshole of the day. Something Sorensen. Uh, Katie, you're you're getting it wrong. It's Katie Sorensen. Come on now. Uh, what an absolute. Kenny says, "What a piece of shit." Yes, I. You know the thing is, I wonder if I don't know what's worse. Either she just uh, saw two people and then came up with a lie, or if she really was like, "Boy, those people look like shit," and they, I think that they're going to try to kidnap me because they're Mexican. Either way, it's horrible. Uh, I don't know, though, if this will affect her um, her status as an influencer. My, my thought is that it'll probably improve it. You know? This is, uh, this is she's basically spending $100,000 for the bail on great advertising. You know, this is, uh, this is not, this isn't all lose-lose. There's silver lining here. There's going to be a lot of people that, that, uh, can relate to you who don't like Mexicans. You know? Holy shit. We'll get your asshole of the day in, uh, just a minute. Uh, but before I do that, as always, thank you to the sponsors. Um, first off cameo, I am available for hire on cameo. It's 20 bucks. Uh, hang on. No, I'm wearing a pair of Crocs with another pair nearby. 
And guess who's chewing on them? No. No. You have toys. Chew on toys, not Crocs. Um, what was I going to say? Ever since I raised the price on Cameo, that appears to be scaring everyone away. So you don't have to do it today, but at some point, someone you know or love is going to celebrate a birthday or a wedding anniversary or they're going to do something great at their job or they're going to get divorced, thank God. Whatever. Hire me on Cameo to uh, uh, roast them or, uh, you know, uh, congratulate them. I can be as rude or obnoxious or sweet as you want me to be. It makes a great gift that they will have forever, and it's just 20 bucks. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. No one does cameos better than your old pal EZ. Berlin Raceway, there is not racing this weekend. There's the Berlin uh, Fair, so if you want to see uh, carnies in the wild, go to the fair. And uh, then the following weekend, the Super Modifieds, those are the really fast cars with the wing on them. Really cool. Friday and Saturday. I will be there Saturday, and I want to see you there. Buy a ticket, and then we will all sit together at Berlin uh, Raceway. How how are we going to meet? Don't worry. We'll figure that out. Just buy the tickets and let me know. Uh, BerlinRaceway.com is the website. 17 bucks a pop. The 15, 15 and under are free. The parking is free. You can bring in a cooler with all your goodies. No glass, no booze. They sell all that there. BerlinRaceway.com. Rick over at TC Paintball, just killing it uh, at it, at, uh, at TC Paintball. Having his best year ever. I'm so proud of him. Uh, book an event at TC Paintball. Neighborhood kids, your friends, your family, bachelor party, uh, neighborhood watchdog group, Ottawa Impact. Get together, TC Paintball. We should organize the Ottawa Impact taking on the rest of humanity paintball war. Jesus is king of Ottawa County. TC Paintball. No, he's not. Joe Moss is the king of Ottawa County. That's what Joe Moss wanted me to tell you. He told me to tell you that he trumps Jesus. That's weird. Anyway, uh, tcpaintballgr.com. Uh, also, last but not least, I love Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Megan was uh, just so helpful to me over this past weekend. Uh, she is an absolute amazing human being. I love them so much over there at Irvine's. Veteran, lady, and uh, family-owned. Irvine's.com to get your car repaired. Hang on. Darla, no. Irvine's.com. 616-532-6600. Hmm. You know, I was going to make that mom influencer the asshole of the day. But I got to be careful here. I, d- I don't think I can... It's got to be Lucy Ebel. Again, after that shit, are you kidding me? That cult brainwashing nonsense? Fuck that. Uh, There you go. That is your asshole of the day with an honorable mention to Christy Sorensen for that scam she tried to pull, saying that she, uh, some of the, some Mexicans were going to steal her kids. What an asshole. 
Uh, James P. in Granville says three weeks till SRX. Can't wait at Berlin. You know, I'm going to be there for that. I want to see you, James. I want to sing on stage with the band Pretty Cool. They're going to be playing uh, at Berlin, and I've been. In, I was like, "Hey, I want to play this song. Can you can you come up with it? Can you practice this? We'll play that one." Uh, Kenny says, "Every Latino person I've ever had an interaction with has been cool as hell, racist bitch, my asshole of the day, right there." No, man, we got to love everybody, except for the assholes. If you're an asshole, you're not loved. If you're uh, if you're not an asshole, you're loved. If you're an asshole, you're not loved. This is why nobody loves me, because I'm such an asshole. That is my time for this edition of the Eric Zancho podcast. Patreon is free for seven days. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Um, The seven days three, uh, free, seven days three, what an asshole. The seven days free has been an absolute godsend. Because people are on the fence. They don't know if they want to try it. You know? Um, But with that in place, it's absolutely perfect. I want to share something with you to prove that. People love the fucking free trial. This is some inside baseball. So since I've been doing free trial, which has been about a, a little over a month, 37 people started it. 27 converted. Eight said, no, thanks. Two are still outstanding. Like there's two right now that are doing the seven days. So they will either cancel or convert. So with a little luck, I will be 29 out of 37. That's a great fucking percentage. That has been a game changer for your old pal, EZ. So if you want to take advantage of it, go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I don't have a ton of people on my Patreon, but it's a hell of a lot more now. I'm up uh, nearly 40. Well, 40 free trials. Uh, with that number, 29 uh, converting is is big for me. It's uh, since I started it, it's steadily gone down over the years, but this has been just what the doctor ordered uh, people to try it out. So I'm very, very happy about that. And uh, it all helps pay the bills, keeps uh, keeps me solvent, especially in the face of when weirdo things that happened like just happened the other day um, with all of the uh, cancel culture that was going around. But uh, I learned that I am not immune from that. So sign up for the Patreon for seven days free and see if you like it. And then you can uh, get more content. That's what it's there for. Okay, thank you, folks. I appreciate you. Have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye.